militant affection. Militant affection. No, it looks good. Your your reflection and you. It's like you. Are you already it. recording? I can't. I yeah. can't. Uh, you can't hear me. There we go. It's like you're inside my head. Oh, it's, it's, it's just like always. Yeah. All right, let me lower you a little bit. I can feel you now. You can feel what I'm saying. All right. I can feel what you're. Your. I can heal what you're. Is your is our headphones connected to your headset? Is that why you can wander the room and? Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all Bluetooth, dude. I'm I'm the future. Damn, dude. How do you feel about five G? What is that? You don't know five G is. <laughs> I like seven H. I was into four H for a while, but then four H is a thing, isn't that like uh, like for farming? Yeah, it's like it's right? helping, helping, hurting yeah, jobs, uh, horsemen, something like that. Or <laughs> is it four H a thing? It is. It's Positive like view development and monitoring organization. Yeah. What are the H's for though? Uh, hose, like for farming, and uh, ho 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 and whoring. Yeah. Yeah. Hose whoring. And horticulture. I bet you horticulture. Horticulture. Yeah. What is for? You... What's that? Did you consider putting your kid in a four H? At some point, you can take it. What is that old joke? You can take a prostitute to dinner, but you can't take a horticulture. Or, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Wait, this is getting wait. What does 4 H stand? I mean, it's hard to find. Uh, let's see, it's got to be horticulture, has got to be one herbiv herbivorism, herbivorous. Oh, it's, okay, I'll tell you what it stands for. You're Heifers. Right, you're right. <laughs> Helium? No, it's not. No, no, no. Uh, it stands for head, head, like getting a blowjob. Heart. Okay. Like hearts. Someone because of that blowjob. Hands, like a hand job. <laughs> and health, because it's good for your health to get blown. Oh, okay. What does that have to do with head, with heart, hands, and health? I like that. Three body parts in an abstract uh, state of being. Health, yeah. Health's like an abstract noun, right? Uh, define abstract. <laughs> like, as in you can't hold it or touch it, or like, like you oh, can. Okay, hold, okay, I could okay. hold your heart in my hands, but not your health in my hands. Sure, sure. An abstract noun. Oh, I like your new place. You got oh, a little arch nice. over there. That's real that. nice. I got this camera. And the light, and then right over here, look at this, a green screen. Oh, wow. I want to put up my shitty green screen to match you. You got a green screen? Yeah, yeah hold on. I was, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine that doesn't, mm -hmm. I guess, doesn't know a lot about videos. And we talked for an hour. He's like, what, what should the green screen be? Should it be, should I paint the wall green? Should I have a green sheet? And I'm like, literally, the green screen part of the green screen is the least important part about the green screen. He just does not understand this concept. The most important part is how you light it. Is how you light it? Yeah. All right. I got my green screen. So now, now we're now we're on. Now, we're now if I wanted to, yeah, I could. Now we're good. Your shoulders. There we go. I, I like <laughs> to be a floating head. Oh, Shanti. But as Shanti, you, I mean, if you if someone sees this, all the little dark areas on your thing, those are those aren't going to green screen out because they they're not green anymore. The idea of a green screen is everything that see how the shadow on your head that's not going to green screen out. 
Because of the lighting. Yeah, the idea of a green screen is everything green gets removed. So if it's black, it won't get removed, which is unlike what the police does. What does the police do? It removes the blacks or something like that. I don't know. Trying to make what one, are the police? I was trying to make one of these. Uh, oh, I get it. It's like a, you, you went uh, social, social, political, cultural there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, I wasn't ready for that, Matt. I was just wrapped in my privilege. Yeah, so you're all right. happy. Yeah. <sighs> so I've seen all but eight minutes of Tiger King now. I watched two and a half episodes, and then I, I don't know. I think it's probably better to watch with someone. I'm like, why am I watching this alone? It's because it reminds you of the horrors of the universe, of, of like how dark. No, it didn't, it didn't really make universe. me that. I don't know. No, I think it was horrific. What, are there any good people in that show? I like the, what's the name? The guy, the producer there who used to do TV, Rick something or something. Oh, he's amazing. He's like yeah. the Indiana Jones of reality television. Yeah, yeah. See, that like guy was all right. Scratched on his neck and he's just kind of like grinning about it. And like all the, all the like vagrants he picked up. I mean, it's hard to hate those people. They're just like, that's what they end up being in life. Yeah. They're, they're basically carnies, but in a different setting. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, the all, all the people, all the main people, they're all just like, uh, like super narcissists, right? Super like, maybe that's like what it, cult, is. Is like that what that is. It's just people. narcissism. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who favor like the weak-minded to and control them in their universe? You don't think the weak-minded have a desire to be controlled? No, I'm not saying it's bad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, that's just the way of the world. No, definitely the weak. I mean. I mean, I guess we could talk about, uh, most people want to be controlled, right? I don't know. Is that right? I was thinking about why anyone likes anything. You know what I mean? A lot of people won't even like watch a movie <laughs> unless it's like on something or it's, been, you know what I mean? They won't just watch it. It's got to be reviewed. It's got to be loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By or somebody. Like, or like even if they hear a song that's like catchy to them, if they learn that mm -hmm. it's uncool, they'll just, they won't like it anymore. We talked about the Maya idea, right? This is one of my favorite things. Oh, M-A-Y-A. Yeah. Most assholes yeah, you can eat. Uh, no, that's <laughs> Maya. Right. No, most advanced yet acceptable, right? That's what the definition of cool is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most advanced yet acceptable. Sure. Right. They, it's got to be something that you can think like, this is a little bit different, but not so different that you want to murder it. Yeah. That's all it is. But, like, there's another concept to that, though. Okay. People will only consume art if tastemakers allow them to. You mean just, like, what we're exposed to? Well, if, like they, how even if, like, ran, if they were just watching a screen and randomly exposed to various things... Or maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I, I, I think you're right. Whoever controls the culture controls your exposure, like Fox News or uh, whatever. Well, you can manipulate your exposure, though. If you have money, you can pay for endless exposure. What's well, crazy, too, like Google just decides what you do and don't see. I mean, there's two million things they could put on your feed, and it's always the same five, you know, lumberjack ASMR guys for me. I don't know why. <laughs> Because it just happens that way. 
That's still my favorite of your your gags, I think. <laughs> wait, which one? The ASMR bit. Oh, wait. The one where I'm asleep? Where you know you're like, let me throw a frisbee through some leaves. And oh shit, okay, that the joke. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. That joke, yeah, that joke works and if people don't people still not everyone still knows what ASMR is. That's the, the general audience is it's not out there. A relative of mine who would get really pissed at me if I specified is very into it. <laughs> no, well, it has been is because I know people that are, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if everyone knows ASMR. No, I know everyone doesn't know ASMR. Because it's weird. But it's pretty mainstream at this point, point. That was like my first, I think, honestly, my first sexual experience was What's probably an ASMR thing. Yeah. first grade no first grade i'm first like grade. <laughs> try, i'm like new in school and i'm like going to sit down in the cafeteria and this girl timing cha moves the chair for me and she's like you can sit here and she says it so gently and i get this like shiver i'll never forget that oh, man. Shit. okay that was like a long time ago i mean i think i mean we're all i think we're all a little asmr -y. we like certain voices and way people talk i don't know Maybe that's like Tiger King. We all want our Tiger King to be whispering in our ear. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Which what uh, of the Tiger King? Who are you? Oh, I'm definitely the dead husband. Oh, okay. sorry. Spoiler alert. Why you think you'd be picking up chicks on the side of the road? I think I feel like I'm definitely one of the victims. I could also be like one of the husbands. Not that I'm like, I don't really swing that way, but I could see myself being like lured into a, a romance that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, uh, I like affection. Sure. Sure you do. You got real quiet, Matt. Did I hit something there? No, no, no. I, I'm trying to, I, I didn't watch all of it. And I'm, not, and I'm, I'm trying to think yeah. of my own answer. And I don't even really know the characters well enough. I'd say this, I would wear all of the tiger prints I've seen on that show. Every single cat, sweatshirt, t-shirt, like blouse, shorts, all of it. Blouse. I'd wear it all at once. They're, it's all just fantastic. I like that drug dealer guy. Does he show up later? He's in like the second episode. And the, Which guy's a drug dealer guy? The guy who used to sell coke as a kid and then like he, he just buys the cats because he likes them. Oh yeah, like Pablo Escobar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not him, like the Miami Coke dealer. Yeah, yeah. no, he, that's just like he's like actually one of the like I think like one such like a like a little oasis in a film full of like evil. Oh yeah, or darkness. You yeah, don't yeah. think uh, being great. a drug dealer is bad? <sighs> no. <laughs> well, what if you're? What about like uh, heroin or meth or? I mean. I, do I think it's intrinsically bad? No. I, I mean, you know, you can get prescription meth and you can get prescription heroin. Yeah, but uh, don't think of things you can get that are bad. Things, well, I'm trying to say, it, like, doesn't mean it's good. What I'm saying is if a physician can prescribe you heroin and a physician can prescribe you meth, then, the di then a drug dealer is just somebody who doesn't have an AML license. It doesn't make them intrinsically evil unless... They the could be better are. because they offer it for cheaper. They so could be cheaper. I mean... It, I think it's like any industry. They're they're cutting corners. You're getting low quality, and you have like you know un salacious advertising. What's the word? No, uh, unethical advertising. Yeah, but what if someone's right? cutting in? What if someone's selling fentanyl? Don't you think their ethics are? 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 from what I hear, they've designed like those street drugs at this point to have like a very specific onset and offset that's like, so that people really like it. I mean, no, I don't think it's a good thing. I wish there was no heroin and I wish there was no meth, but do the people who sell it, are they evil? No. How could they be? Mm, okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What about I, like uh, let, McDonald's? <laughs> I think the people who criminalize it are evil for the most part. And they're certainly don't, I'm sure they don't think of themselves. It is weird that it is illegal that having a substance that exists in the world just by having it is not okay. Right. You're like, I love this thing. It makes me feel incredibly good. I'm dependent upon it. Oh, I got caught having it. Now I have to go to jail for years. Like, Oh, that's a, that's a really logical. No, fuck those guys. Putting somebody in a box is evil. Yeah, pretty fucked up. New York is in the, uh, we have the least prisoners since whatever, because we released them because of the virus. So oh, we wow. have like the least amount of prisoners in our jails since like the 1950s or something. That's crazy. Yeah. And crime's down too, because there's nobody to commit crime on. Yeah, yeah. The only crime being done is federal crime. Or <laughs> government crime, I don't know. Thought crime. Thought crime, T-H-O-T. I like thought crime. I'm doing it right now. What's what are you writing down? Like I'm think crime again. I'm think no, no, it's just like little You're little smooth. Crime in me. Just oh, garbage. Yeah. Oh, garbage, okay. man. Little doodly smoothies. Garbage. Yeah. Have you been staying in? Yeah, I mean I'm two blocks from a grocery store. Uh, so I go there. But like, I don't have my apocalypse boo, which is really a problem for me. Damn, dude. I know. So I'm like texting exes and they're like, hey, watch this porn video. But that's like not satisfying even a little bit. Your exes tell you to watch a porn video? They, well, the, the past, past dates have been, yes. I've been getting some racy texts, which is nice. But uh, you prefer racist texts. <laughs> I prefer post-racist texts. Oh yeah, post-racism. I'm really into post-racism. That's when you write online racist things. Post-racism. They post wow. them frantically. Yeah. What about you? You uh, you you quarantining? No. Well, I've gone. I, I've I've today. I walked to my destination. Uh, mm-hmm. I was taking the subway up to last week. Just because. Wow. You know, yeah, I don't know. Subway's nice. Yeah, Subway's nice, but uh, it beca- it became actually untimely because the subway is now not running as much. So I'm like waiting oh. forever. So, so it actually made more sense to walk. Yeah, I bet Ubers get around the town super fast right now too. There's no. I've been getting Uber ads. Just tell Uber has been putting out ads not to use Uber. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess just to use Uber Eats. Oh, that makes sense. I had to get a. I, I ordered some for Uber Eats, and I had to go to the lady's car because she couldn't find parking. Maybe that's what I'll do to keep myself socially engaged. I'll do Uber Eats. I wonder how hard it is to get that gig. <laughs> oh, you'll be the one. Do I thought you meant you just keep ordering it? So you talk <laughs> yeah, to a person just, for like a second. Just like wave to them through the window. We oh, have like hey, a I'll take it. Window. And you just throw it away. You're like, all right, good talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just order like one thing of fries at a time. 
like three yeah. orders from the same place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This uh, is uh, the you, you follow any conspiracy theories? I don't. I uh, I took a course. I took a college course on conspiracies. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I like that. <laughs> What's what? What are the? I've been reading some weird shit, but I I don't. Uh, well, someone I told me that. Well, go ahead. Count, tell, you tell me your conspiracy. Well, I thought like maybe this was just a way to see if we could all work from home if having <laughs> actual <laughs> places of work is unimportant anymore. This is just like the internet's experiment on us as human beings. Yeah, yeah. The Uber mind that runs all the the biotech computers is poisoning us to see if it can get us to move towards Wally future. Sure, something like that. I'm getting fat as shit just sitting here. I'm worried about that, Matt. If you notice, look online, and when they say somebody died, they're either 80 or heavy. I mean, there's been a couple people that had asthma and were young, or like maybe. Or well, I was like just saying, a, but if you're like 30 and you, and something bad happens to you, it's because you're you're. It's either that all Americans are have a little extra, or like people with a little extra are at risk. Have a little American. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry i i'm just throwing it out there i don't mean to be i'm not that worried i'm i've uh i can't smell anything anyhow so, i can't smell anything yeah it's been like f almost six days now i think last of scent is actually linked to like uh oh wait oh shit wait oh, we're, we're okay nothing you, i can't minimize this window i was gonna google something Lack of scent is, is, I can, is. I can. I I'll Google it for you. What do you I thought want, it was linked to like sociopathy. Lack of smell is linked to sociopathy. No, being sociopathy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or however it would be. Let me see. Sociopath smell. What is sociopath? A new smell study like? suggests that a poor sense of smell may be a, a marker for psychopathic. Uh, Psychopathetic. Yes. Psychopathetic. <laughs> You're psychopathetic. <laughs> it's like someone who's crazy. They're just like, oh, I hurt so much. You're psychopathetic. <laughs> so either have COVID nineteen or uh, you're you're going to be a great CEO. <laughs> I think there's a apparently there's a lot of things that knock out of your sense your sense of smell though. It's not like that unusual. Yeah, or they're saying sense of smell is linked to your frontal cortex. Oh, like executive function? Yeah, I like this, you know, Quora or whatever, C-Q-U-O-R-A, like that, Quora? the thing where people ask questions. Mm -hmm. Can a psychopath smell a fart? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. <laughs> you know, that's how uh, Jordan Peterson got famous. I didn't realize this. On Quora? I started reading his book and he has this whole thing about how he would like write one thing on Quora and then like a million people would read it and then he turned into this like Quora guru before he wrote his book. Oh shit. Yeah, that was like the, the birth of the, the Peterson. I thought it was because he was filming his lectures. I think that was, he had like a YouTube presence too, but at least in the book, he talked about his Quora thing for like hours. It's like the first chapter and a half. Okay, look at this cat. Meow. <laughs> oh, is the cat in there? Oh, she's going at it too. Yeah, cat's going really. Cat's really crotch munching right now. Yeah, she loves her crotch. She loves to lick. <laughs> Who doesn't she's love really her crotch? Gets in there. If I had a sandpaper tongue, I would go to town. Yeah, sandpaper tongue. I don't. I mean, you'd have to be able to reach though. 
<laughs> yeah, the flexibility, the sandpaper tongue. And I don't know. I bet cats taste really good to themselves. Maybe. Right. I, 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 would, think I would hope. It's all just uh, drone behavior. They don't even think. It's just like mechanical. The one that she does that gets me, she'll be like cleaning herself and she gets to the tail. She'll pick up her tail with her little paw and then like go at it. Like she'll like have to lift it up to get her tail. Like, does that sound like a drone to you, Matthew? I mean, listen, a drone will do anything to get something done. <laughs> and then she'll give it like a little love nip. She'll go, yeah. You know what I recently... <laughs> I spent a lot of time with this cat. I watched this video, you know, like bees, the insects. You ever hear of them? Uh, I've heard of them. Buzz, buzz. There was a, a bee got stuck in like a in honey, and then the, one of the beekeepers put it in, in front of the bee thing, and all the bees started licking off the honey to save it, so it could wow going back in the pack. So bees orgy? Is that what you're? No. Oh, okay. I knew. I, I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, you're right. Bees will. Bees like to lick honey off other bees. But not off people. What if I was covered in honey? Covered in honey. They might start slurping a little bit. <laughs> Why don't you put a bunch on, on your dick? <laughs> <laughs> God knows I have the free time. Where am I going to find the bees, though? I'm going to cover my crotch in honey and have all these yeah. bees lick it off. Day 67. Covered crotch in honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the series of pen drawings would be beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, the welts. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, would do again. Uh, <laughs> ten out of ten. But uh, uh, what else is new with you? You Sorry, read George you're Peterson's the leader. book. I I read it until he started because he has some practical advice, and then he started to explain how the Bible makes it make sense why men are dominant and women are inferior or like submissive. And he really got into the Bible, and it was like way heavier than I thought. And I got, I, I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't actually process through all this. It's going to kill me. Yeah, he's a big Bible guy. I didn't realize how Bible he is because he sounds kind of rational most of the time. He's all right, but yeah, some of his, a lot of things I disagree on him with, but there, are, I think he has some good advice somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's like a weird mix. He's uh, one of his things that got like, because he talks about uh, fucking having the best people do the stuff, right? Whoever like uh, mm -hmm. like a, a meritocracy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then he also believes in like forced monogamy. Does he really? Or like forced? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like coerced monogamy, like you're mine and you're gonna stay mine. Well, forever. not like uh, what's it called? Uh, arranged marriage, but like you just can't be a polygamist. I don't even think that's is that in the Bible? I don't know. I don't think it is. Because his point is like, that like uh, all the top dudes will get all the chicks and there'll be dudes with no chicks and angry. So you need to enforce monogamy. Or just have a lot of prostitution. Or or, or promiscuous people like that. But then the, the point against that is that's against his theory of meritocracy. So shouldn't the top dude get all the chicks? Or like why are we why are we now suddenly evening the playing field? Right. But this is the problem with all evolutionary psychological theories is you basically decide that the world is a certain way, ergo it has to be that way. 
like the nice, so it's like the most aggressive people get the most food and rewards and therefore they're the most successful. So we breed for aggression or the nicest people build the best communities and therefore have access to the best resources. So the nicest people have the most reproductive success. It's the same fucking argument for opposite things. It's just bullshit. It doesn't, it doesn't hold any water because it, it defines its own premises. It begs the question. Well, you're just saying sense. either way, there's like, there's, there's not one way to do with things. Well, you're you're basically, yeah. You're, you're <laughs> basically saying that the way the world is has to be the way the world is because of evolution. And it's like, okay, well, what is the way the world is? And then whatever you define is automatically going to be the right answer. Well, you, you know that study with like monkeys where they're like, they're like, oh, the most aggressive monkey becomes the alpha monkey, which isn't always true. It's not true. There's another type of monkey that's nice to everyone and becomes the alpha monkey. There we go. But, okay. Yeah. The, but he's the best at being nice to everyone. So he is the alpha monkey. He just happens to be not good at being aggressive. He's good at being social. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, what, what kind of monkey are you, Matthew? I don't know, dude. How about the blowjob monkey? I think that guy does pretty well. The blowjob one that blows everyone? <laughs> yeah. Gets invited to all the parties. And the drug monkey? That's got to be a very popular monkey. Well, the drug monkey, I think, does well for himself. Yeah, but do they feel good on the inside? Uh, as long as they're, they're uh, sending out bananas. <laughs> <laughs> they feel, That's all they I'm feel, trying to say. Evolution is pretty fucking complicated uh i guess that's true he was talking i was i was recently listening to him because he's been showing up on my youtube my algorithm leans alt-right and uh it's jordan pearson and asmr yeah 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 all asmr alt-right smr <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if that niche doesn't exist that's another video for you right there <laughs> alt-right smr <laughs> Uh, talking about birth control causing us to become weak because it is known in studies that birth control like throws off women's like they start to be attracted to men they normally wouldn't be attracted to because they can't smell it messes up what they're attracted to by scent right okay and that like they're going for dudes that they normally wouldn't and then they're breeding with these dudes and putting out <laughs> weak children this, this just sounds like such a fucking empty but this theory. is true though there has been cases where women being on birth control their whole time with their boyfriend, they get married, then they get off it, and then all of a sudden they're just not attracted to him anymore. They hate him. Right, but is that because that man is inferior or because something shifted in their personality? Plus, that happens no, no, no. in it's, marriages all the time. But no, but they're saying, but they also send women like shirts and on birth control, they're like, this guy is fine, but then off birth control, they're like, I hate this guy. I mean, it just messes up the way they smell things, birth control. Okay, but, but does that mean that they're having worse children? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. They're and having, then that's. They're and having, we've had what uh, forty years of this now, from like nineteen sixty to the present. Yeah, and, the, and the, on generation fifty years, sixty years, the weakest generation. <laughs> but it's not true. You guys are kicking ass and everything, no, except like. I don't know. How am I supposed to fucking keep track, man? <laughs> they change it every ten years. We're kicking ass on things. But you have a beard, isn't that? Isn't that like a Gen Z thing? Or is that a millennial thing? That's a hipster thing. It's a hipster thing. It's fucking hell. Dude, I, I got to tell you this about the whole quarantine. The best thing about it, I feel like the world has finally 
stooped to my level. Like this is this is just this and is how I live. Level just being home. <laughs> yeah, like being home, like walking to the grocery store. Dude, this is I love it too, dude. This is what I like to do. It's so fucking nice. God I damn, like I feel bad. Though. I like it so much. I don't want it to ever stop. No, it's true. Stand up should come back. Uh. Yeah. No, I, I'm a, I'm very introverted. This is how it, this is the best way to deal with people. Right. We talk through Zoom. This is natural. <laughs> social distancing 101. They're saying Larry David has been has, has been social distancing his whole life. There's one thing about Ooh, it. Hey, hey, Whatever. It was in the times. Uh, I'm one of the few I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, actually. Oh yeah. I would be. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's funny. I like the concepts explored and the scenarios, but it doesn't make me laugh. I think it's it's almost like a British sitcom humor ported to the U.S. because it's all about social awkwardness. Yeah, you know, and if you're if you're not feeling the social awkwardness, and Lord knows you're you, then like all the tension doesn't. That exist. could be it too, though. That I don't think anything is being like awkward. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hinting at here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I find most things to be pretty normal. And, al- and almost normalcy is awkward to me. There we go. So that's yeah. why. You're like, you're watching the show. You're like, yeah, what's, what's the big deal? This is, that's what people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how a guy would act. <laughs> yeah. That is how a guy and guys act. This is how men and gals. Yeah, and dude. what happened to this cat? Oh, she's just, she's just like, she's sleeping. She's chilling. She she knows I'm looking at her though. She didn't like that. Yeah, the good thing about the Zoom, like with work, is we get to meet all my coworkers' pets. Oh, that's nice. That's fun. Yeah, you get to see how everybody lives. Yeah, yeah. You're, a- you're, this is a good apartment. I think this for like you in a work meeting is really good. This apartment. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it's just that it's. If the I lower it, you can it's... see my bed on the ground. Ooh, yeah, I don't want to see that. That's less. yeah. I have to keep it up. I have to keep it up. <laughs> But it makes, you know what it makes it look like? You have really high ceilings. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't go down. I'm like, yeah, I sleep on the floor. And wear beer t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Narragansett. I got this for free at a mic once. Oh, you got it from Angela. No, it was at the, no. uh, the what's it called? Freaking the one that's closed now. They used to run Not shows that. all the time. Sam Mike. Uh, it's in a uh, freaking... Uh, Sam Ike show the hideout the dugout the dugout I got it from the, the dugout. dugout okay <laughs> but it wasn't at the show it was at an open mic there okay there you go all these stories these are good stories strong stories the tiger king what are you doing for Passover nothing well come on Matthew I had the most official Passover with you in my oh, life oh yeah Actually, do you want to come to our Passover? You can just zoom in. It's on. Oh, I can zoom in in the corner and watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just turn it on. You can sit there. You don't even have to. Don't even tell them I'm there. (laughs) All you got to do is get a big bottle of Manischewitz, and like every time we say like "Vorei Prihagafen," you drink. It's the whole thing. Sure. All right, I'll I'll send you the invite. Yeah, yeah. That sounds nice. Oh, okay. I'm. Oh, is everyone zooming in? Yeah, bring. Yeah, I should. <laughs> right. 
What's the worst that could happen? Well, what we day? I mean, it starts Wednesday. <clears throat> Is it Wednesday? Then we're doing Thursday. We're doing Thursday. We're doing the second night. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll send you guys a link. <laughs> See what we can do. I'm gonna have we to. We can have a uh, hundred. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to bleep out our name. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that true? Right. Yeah, I'm trying to keep people anonymous. Can we? Um, could you? Do you have like a code name for her that we could use instead? Like, what would be like her spirit animal or something? You could say. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm just. I've got a picture of it. Never mind. You got to. You got to think about that. I don't want to suggest anything because I've never met her. Yeah. But anyhow, you you're both invited. Thank you. you the, I, am I doing a good job on this show, Matt? We used to talk about trauma. I miss the trauma days. You miss the trauma, dude. This show has been way off the rails since then. Militant affection. Militant affection. Now it's just whatever bullshit's going on. Yeah, I like it though. <laughs> you tell me you miss it, and then you just change your opinion immediately. I like what it is. I like what it is, but I miss what it was. Isn't that okay? I mean, what like, else I is there? Traumatic... My... All right, let me think. Let me. Break I love my children time. now, but I miss them when they were little. I uh, I called my dad on his birthday, and uh, he rushed me off the phone. And we haven't spoken in four months, or three wow. months. Three months. And he basically, uh, he basically yeah. got pseudo mad at me for not like caring about this uh, pandemic. Like not because I don't, but because he assumed I wouldn't. So he was just That's like. That's weird. Isn't it great that you can like avoid your parents now and it's because you love them? I guess. You're like, mom, I don't want to go anywhere near you. I love you that much. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going nice anywhere. I wasn't going to go anywhere near her till next Christmas or Thanksgiving. I guess that's that's a while. She, uh, yeah, I mean, they haven't called me this whole Weird. time. Weird. My mom texted me a few times. She's like, "Do you need gloves?" Not, "I'm sending you gloves." You need gloves. Oh, Not a, with a question mark or like a period. No, I mean, she wrote a little more than that. Uh. I bought my mom bagels. Oh, nice! That's and a, and I made her homemade. Pi- I made her homemade pickles because she can't get her favorite brand anymore. Oh shit! You what kind of pickles? They're bread and butter. They're sweet ones. Little chips. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get them. I can show them to you, but you know, I don't know what you want for your show. No, it's fine. All right. No, I won't show them. You can show them. Sorry, I'm looking at my mom's text now, so I got a little distracted. All right, you, you do your own sex. I'm going to get you some pickles. Okay. I can hear you, though. You can get some pickles. I, well, you can even talk back. Yeah, I'm, I'm like in your head. Oh, my mom mind. was talking to me about freaking re, uh, uh, financing my student loans because the rates are down or whatever. I'm like, that doesn't affect me. That's not – well, it doesn't help. Fixed rate or variable? Oh, yeah, look at these pickles. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah. There's a little That's bit of onion whole, in there, some garlic. The whole thing. Yeah, I made her a whole jar. Oh, how cute. That's how much I love my mother, or at least want her to feel that way so I don't have to deal with the guilt. (laughs) They're okay. I could have made them better. Yeah, dude. You're putting the green screen up? I don't know. Were you planning on making videos? This is from you. Remember I did those t-shirts? I made t-shirts with you. I just sold one of the shirts. Shout out. 
giraffe Alex or something. Yeah, it's time for us to make a new T-shirt. I think. Dude, I, I do need, no. I, I had I had some good feedback. I need, I actually need to talk to you about creating new ones. All right. What do you want to talk about it now, or maybe in a different context? Uh, wait a second. Shout out giraffe Alex. Giraffe Alex. Uh, no, we. I mean, I just need more shirts. Is it just the ones with you in the bathtub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have all of your stuff? Yeah, yeah, I got it all. Damn, dude. My favorite is still the one you sent me when you were like wasted at that club. That yeah, I got that shirt, shirt over there. That's like one of my favorites. I wear that one not infrequently. <laughs> I was extra fat in that one too. Actually, wait, let me just, I'm just going to see if I have it right here. It might be dirty. Damn, dude. This is a really shirt show time. I know, you know, I mean, it's, it's show and tell. Tell and show. Tell and What's show. show and Not tell. that one. I found it. Look at this. Should I put it on? Oh, damn, look at that. That one's big. I feel like mine has a smaller head. Yeah, yeah. I kept the big one for myself because I, <laughs> I loved it so much. It's like you gotta understand, this is a mostly audio format. We might be on video, but oh. all these audio. Well, it's things. like, how would you describe that then? Uh, that's my. That's a very drunken, uh, like blue, green, black outline of my pink face, kind of smooched. It's not smooched, but like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really try to get the red, green, and blue like cranked to the infinite. So it's like a like because it was in, in a very it's very dark place. Yeah, it's really underlit. Yeah, and, and you get can you can you can you match that smile though? Or can you only do that when you're like blotto? No, I gotta be super drunk. I've been thinking about those days. There's a whole time in my life. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful picture. <laughs> Sorry, you're showing me kind of wrinkly. looking drunk. Uh, you go, if, you ever, if you ever listen to my uh, audio drunk, you can put that picture next to it and be like, this, there he is. <laughs> you just wear the t-shirt, stand in a mirror with <laughs> myself. I used to do that all the time. I was thinking about yeah, my days I when I used to, well, even when in my early 20s, I would drive up, I'd work in Rainham until whenever, and then I'd drive up to Cambridge from Rainham and drink wine in my car and then go to the bars there. I would pee in MIT. It was a prime peeing spot. I remember you, we sat in your car once you're, and you, you were listening to techno, but you kept like fast forwarding to the drops because those are your favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> you're like more stimulation. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed your company back in those days, but I, I'm glad you're where you are now. Yeah. Living this life. My uh, my friend's uh, wedding was supposed to be in July, and he had it postponed till twenty twenty one. So is he not getting married, or he's just not having the wedding? Well, no, he's not getting married till twenty twenty one. That's a long time to be on the hook. Yeah, right. Because they're yeah. afraid it's not going to like, and it's still going to continue till then. Oh, it's going to go forever, yeah. For, till they get the vaccine. Really. I think so. Because they're going to be quarantined forever. If ten people, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll have good tracking and testing, and but yeah, if you get like a like another one of these little outbreaks, then everybody's going to have to stop doing everything for another month. It's really going to suck. 
Damn, dude. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Damn, dude. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> You're looking forward to everyone dying? I'm looking forward to the clock stopping. If this were a hoax, I would be like, this would be like the best. I don't want anyone to die. I just want them to stop moving so much around. Oh, this has been great. I've just been uh, working in bed, you know? Mm-hmm. Just in, and then I've just been like, I've been monitoring like the work while just jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the masturbation. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know who else likes this? Who? The birds. The birds are having a fucking field day right yeah. now. They're oh, like, wow. there's no noise. They're like, there's no like uh, pollution. They're just loving. But isn't it. there less people throwing them bread? I, I don't think that's a major part of the bird ecosystem. Bread? <laughs> yeah, just like one old lady with a loaf of stale bread. <laughs> we gotta, we got to do a doc on this. <laughs> the bread economy based on birds. <laughs> right, and then the birds go and they bless the baker and the baker makes more bread. Yeah. Uh. This is it. You don't edit, right? Where you're gonna take you're gonna take somebody's name out. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I don't edit. I leave this. I, I, the conversation can be as low and awkward. This is what the people look for, you know. Really, it's getting longer though, because they used to be thirty minutes too. Well, how long have we been up. talking for? Well, I'm seeing a little forty on the screen here, but I don't Damn, know. Yeah, we've been talking for forty minutes, dude. We just fall into you're, it. Man. You're trying to get off this call, dude. No, no, I got another hour. Like... I I have another hour in me. Don't don't push me on this. I could. Oh, good. Go... We're gonna end pretty soon now. <laughs> I've been locked in a box for weeks. I could talk to anybody about anything. China uh, canceled their basketball season. So it's still very effective over there is all I'm saying. Are you worried? I get it, though, because then you get one person, like, killing 100 people or something. No, because they're they're saying that it's like, oh, everything's back to normal over there. And it clearly isn't. No, it's not going to be normal until they have a vaccine. Yeah. I like that in New Orleans, everyone got fucked up because they were still partying. Yeah. New I, was York in, New I, I was in New, or- New Orleans a week before it kicked off. Wow. And people were still going nuts. Oh, of course. Yeah. Just drinking all day. You know, I don't think drinking all day is all it's put out to be, really. It's hard to do. It takes a lot of energy. It makes me very tired. Yeah, mostly just sleepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Especially as an adult. I like drinking at night in a hot climate, like like Austin in the summer, like or in in like April, where you start drinking around six PM and then you just go till about two AM. You stand outside, you're drinking your beer, you're talking, there's music, people's moving around. Yeah. That's the dream. <laughs> what you could live that well, you can't live that dream now. We have to all drink no. alone. I lived that for a while. Yeah, right. I know. It sucks. I was drinking some whiskey gold rushes last night. What is that? 
it's just uh it's just whiskey with lemon and uh simple syrup and honey and then you just that sound, that. yeah it's like a whiskey sour almost with with honey in it right yeah i don't know if you yeah. need yeah but like mm. with a lot of lemon i had a an ipa nice dude i've been doing white wine ipa have you been uh, drinking seltzers? Like white drink a lot of seltzer. No, I mean like alcoholic seltzers. No, you know, I was into it for about a minute and then I was like, I don't like the way this tastes. I can just drink seltzer and then I think they taste fine, but I was drink. getting the headaches. And there's something wrong about it to me. It's like it's like when you have one drink that's actually another drink, it doesn't you know what I mean? Like when you drink a cocktail, it's the cocktail. You drink a seltzer, it's a seltzer. But if you put vodka in a seltzer, you're like trying to trick yourself. Doesn't you would never do like a whiskey Coke or Roman Coke. I would. Yeah, but well, maybe. But even that's not like my speed. Yeah. Old yeah. fashioned. I mean, like I like gin and tonic a little bit. Sure. But as I get older, maybe just a gin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like like uh, rum and lime juice, something like that. What about uh, uh, beer and milk? (laughs) (laughs) Only on Cheerios. Beer and milk. (laughs) Or like, what's the one that people do that is like, it's like the textbook I have a drinking problem is the, the, where they put the shot in the thing of beer. What's that called? Like a well, that's like a car bomb or something. Car like that? bomb. There's a bunch of names for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that to me is like a person wearing a T-shirt that says like. Yeah, but that's also like a uh, celebrating in college kind of thing. I don't know, man. That's two drinks that don't go together that you have to drink really quickly. You ever do like a uh, like what's the Japanese freaking drink? Soju, like a soju in a beer. You take a shot of soju. No, I, I, I find that, I mean, I guess I didn't really have much of a college experience. I was like raising my kid and going to night school. So uh, maybe I just missed out on that shit. And now I'm too old. Yeah. I mean. Too old to have fun with it. You can't mix two drinks. At one point. It just doesn't I, work for me. I was mixing, you know, uh, pop-off vodka, like bottom shelf, like $8 handle of vodka with uh, mm-hmm. Mike's Hard Lemonade. College and it was disgusting. <laughs> it was so gross. I still remember what we had. There was one night I came over to your place in Somerville. And we sat on your porch. It was probably summer, and you had like one of those big, like supersized McDonald's cups. Oh yeah, that was like this much vodka and then like this much Gatorade. That was a yeah. That was the end of that was the start of my demise when I just started drinking like that. Yeah, we we're just like looking up at the stars and like you're just like drinking your your thing. I was drinking a very similar drink when I uh, when I crashed my car. Oh Jesus! It was yeah. also in a McDonald's cup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it was uh, it was neat to watch. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it happened to you. <laughs> it was neat. <laughs> you, well, you bought me a little uh, tiki guy uh, drink oh, mix. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. The little or, like, the, the syrup or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I used that. it. Yeah, I still got it. Yeah. That stuff tastes it was great. Very, it was very nice. Some right now. Some what? Some, Some Somerville sells it. Oh, yeah. The tiki, the tiki syrup, the like allspice. You know, yeah. I think I know how to make that now. I think I could make some of that if I wanted to. It's very festive. It's got a little bit of, it's almost like eggnog minus like the, the 
egg part. Just the nog. Just like the, you know, the aromas of nog. Yeah, without, yeah, yeah. Without the, the cream and the egg. I bought some of that uh, over the holidays for whatever fucking reason. Some of that pre-mixed eggnog, like... Nostalgia, man. I love it. I, I, love I, didn't even really, I didn't even, I didn't even finish it. I'm like, why did I buy this shit? Really? <laughs> you get it in like the hood container and it's like unbelievably sweet? No, no, no. The pre-mixed alcohol and eggnog. It was like whiskey eggnog oh, already mixed to together in a bottle. Oh, this is like a, it's like a thing. No, no, I like regular eggnog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like regular eggnog. Yeah, 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 yeah. You partake in any drug use during this quarantine? (sighs) Well, I've been microdosing. Oh, yeah, you told me about this, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I I wish I could do it more often. Does it, it throws off your coordination? It's just like if I do too much, I really am pretty weird. Like I can't talk very well. Um, and if I do it too frequently, then I think it kind of just, I don't know, I feel weird. Yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, it's like nice. It gives me like, it's like really easy to change a habit. Much easier to like get, break a, break a cycle. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's nice. I'm really into it. I think we should all take little doses of LSD every day. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I feel like it's a bad idea for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, an ex of mine took a bunch of like ecstasy and uh, pot recently mm-hmm. and then sent me like a million pictures and texts. That was kind of interesting. Sure. If it, if it was a lot of ecstasy, I'm sure she felt like shit the next few days. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Every time I've been smoking weed lately, because I'm doing it very sporadic, I have it like every whatever, mm-hmm. like if it, I get hit real hard, and then I just get the most paranoid I've ever been. Like I just can think I can break down every scenario of my life and why everyone Oof. wants to get me. Oh, no. Yeah. Matthew, say it ain't so. Yeah, yeah. So it's really not good. It just really taps that, in that part of my brain. That's why I had to quit smoking pot. It made me too paranoid, and I hated it. Well, the same thing with freaking mushrooms. I get paranoid as fuck. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. I get religious. You get paranoid. Yeah. I have no God. (laughs) (laughs) My God is my paranoia. (laughs) That's for me. Like, going crazy for me is becoming religious. So you can go ahead and do the math on that one. (laughs) Religion's an interesting thing. You think anyone's ever thought that? <laughs> uh, I just love that throw. <laughs> religion is oh. interesting. Oh, religion. I recently learned about these people, uh, who, cargo something or other. They're like this the whole cult? trot. You know what I'm talking about? The cargo cult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard Feynman like, wrote about them. But you're, so that's really an allegory of the cave type thing. Your reality is what you see. So that, start, that becomes your religion. Is... Uh, because that's how it is. You should tell that story though, Matt, for, for your uh, for your readers. The cargo cult is just like though like uh, ships like lose their cargo and it washes up on this beach where these people live and then like every now and they think it's a religious experience. They're so like, Oh, they have given us whatever it gets dropped off. Is oh, that- I have a much better version of that story. Oh. 
much much better. But it's the same, well, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, but but let me let me give you the much better version. Okay. Okay. So um, there was uh, so World War Two. There's like all this like fighting on going on in the the Pacific Theater, right? Yeah. And so there were beaches on these sort of basically remote islands that the U.S. would land these big planes on. And so they had to clear off the whole beach and turn it into landing strips and they would land these big planes and the pilots would get out and then they'd like toss candy bars and like whatever to the locals who had never tried any of this shit before in their lives. So they, they're landing for two or three years then the war ends and you know, they don't come back to these islands. So then some like archeologists go back like a few years later. So like, it's like 1945, like 1948 or something, 1950. And the natives have gone down to the beach and created, I kid you not, an entire like landing strip, like out of sticks and like twigs, like like a runway for the plane to land on. And they have like, you know, like when you're landing a plane, like you have the headset on and thing. So they have like those and like the little sticks where you like wave the plane Uh, in. Just because they viewed this happening? They saw it happening and it was like, they, this thing would happen and the plane would land and it would bring presents and then it would take off. And so they're like, we just have to oh. keep doing this. <laughs> it's the, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> right? That's the cargo calls. They're like, they're just like, if we just keep like doing the thing, the planes will come and they don't know why there's no plane. It's weird. You know, <laughs> that's silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, there's Richard Feynman wrote a whole thing about it. It's I mean, that's like, yeah. Uh, but that's, I mean, that makes sense. Everyone does that, right? Like, if people who make like online yeah. videos that are the same as other people because other people got a lot of views, they just copy mm-hmm. that video to bring people in. Like, if we do these actions, people will come to us. Yes. Or like, you, uh, you wear a particular shirt out and then you get laid and then you just keep wearing yeah, that shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So yeah. it's really not even, it's, it's not stupid at all. It's very, <laughs> this is what humans do. Yeah, it's just simple. Yeah. It's just simple. <laughs> Cult cargo science. I think that's probably the most accurate science. They predicted uh, the virus, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Matthew. What's going on? Right. You, know, you don't finish watching Tiger King? No, no. I got to either get a beer. I got to get a beer, basically, after all this talking. I gotta, talking? I gotta get you have to get a beer? Yeah. It's just, it's all this talking about beer. Good old, a beer is nice. Beer is always the perfect alcoholic thing. Right. Beer is the mind killer. A little death. I know that's fear. A little death. Grabbing a beer. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Classic beer grabbing time. Damn, dude. I need to grab a drink too. We need to film this dead air, or I gotta edit it. I guess. God. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, you said nobody looks at it anyhow. You could like be describing unicorns or whatever. Look, a unicorn. <laughs> well, people, people listen to it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's great, but they're they're not listening to it on their commute. I don't know right. how they're listening, when they're listening they're to They're probably it. washing their dishes right now. Maybe we should give some like dishwashing. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I uh, intake podcasts very passively where I go in and out every every minute or so. Sometimes I listen to the whole thing. Sometimes it's just whenever I feel like jumping back in. Right. So they're like, what are they? They're texting. They're like looking at porn in the other window, playing they're a video game, 
No, I think all my uh, listeners are fucking <laughs> while listening. They're all savage Every sex. Second. Yeah, yeah, because they can't stop getting laid. Man, my, my, uh, there's a couple, couple making out. I went to my friend's rock show and there's like a couple of people just making out super hardcore to the music. And I thought, wow, that's like great to have that power over people. Sure. You like, think it's the music people, that did it? I mean, they seem to be really feeling the, the energy. I don't know. When I, would, when I would go out and I would make out with people, there would become a point where I drank so much I would just forget there was music. And the only point was to find someone to make out with. So it was almost in spite of the music. Was... <laughs> wait, 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 explain that again. <laughs> like, I know you're a great dancer, so I don't, I'm not sure I'm buying like, what you're Well, I mean, uh, I just know how to dance, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen you but move. It's not, it's it's not like, like uh, and it just so happens to be because music is used in order for you to dance. It's not that music has a power over me. I just so is, so. What is what in the hierarchy? The, the 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 sex. It's like the dance is to get the the the, the companionship. Yeah. You don't think it's the other way around? Like because for me, the only reason I the dance companionship is, is to get the dance. What are you saying? The companionship. Well, yeah, like you know, because you have somebody you're with, and they take you out dancing, and then you like the dance. I don't know. I maybe you're right. I'm on the same plane. Well, maybe I'm just weird. I don't think so. Well, uh, yes, but because, <laughs> like, when, it, when I'm with someone and we go dancing, the mm -hmm. majority of the reason I like dancing is because they like dancing. Like, I would never, like, I would never have the out goal, the outcome of me dancing being just me to dance there. Would never be the reason. You feel like you lost something if that's what happened? No, I just feel what's well, the point? But then again, everything I do has to have an outcome. You know, I can't. I don't know. I'm very uh, outcome. How do you keep score otherwise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's hard for me to just kind of sit there and enjoy something because I'm like, what am I accomplishing? What do, you, what do you think about that? Like when they call getting like sex scoring. What do you think about that as like a metaphor and euphemism for? Scoring when you have scoring. sex? Right. Like, I mean, hooking up is it's a very anatomical idea. Yeah, that's a, but, interesting. Uh, what it was. Yeah, what does it mean, scoring? Scoring. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's it's very much a dude way of doing it, of putting it. We're just making it a sports term. Yeah, I don't think a chick. I mean, I guess maybe a chick would be like. I don't scoring. know. I mean, what do uh, they say? They say a lot of stuff, but I'm not in the room for most of it. I know. Wouldn't you like to listen to some nice chick talk? I guess there's probably tons I, of chick I, podcasts. That like if we, yeah. if we if we skip ahead thirty minutes, then we're gonna hear we'll be in the thick of things. Oh, you know what I started watching? It's a fucking amazing. Um, oh shoot, I'm gonna forget the name of it. I'm gonna pull this up. Uh, it's this new documentary. It's like show. It's called White girl gets destroyed by gang. No, oh. it's it's black girls. It's specifically <laughs> black. Oh, it's, it's about black, black girls. It's about a black lesbian strip club, and it, I was watching it yesterday, and it's fucking incredible. Um, it's you're sort just of like watching the, BET, and you're just... <laughs> it's the Paris is Burning of, like... Um, oh, yeah, that was a documentary people liked. Yeah, but this is the same kind of thing, but it's like this lesbian nightclub in um, L.A. Ooh, and it's LA. the, the way lesbian it's shot at it. Angeles? 
the 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 music is incredible the like the lighting everything about it wait where is that maybe it was too i fucked my big ass 18 year old little sis in a carrier onesie on saint patty's day that's not it that's good um, now shakedown it's called shakedown Ooh, shakedown. shakedown if you go to shakedown.film and then click like a million things you can actually kind of watch it okay shakedown shakedown what what about it is particularly um intriguing well i mean it's it's footage shot at a uh at this place called the shakedown which was like a lesbian nightclub in la like 2002 to the present and the woman it's she's basically she filmed there for like 15 years and she followed the the dancers and it's just so it's just it's kind of a cool story that way from what i watched i mean it goes back in time to like the history and then it's it's like very very it's edited very rhythmically but not in like a choppy way but in like a like a surgy surgy way i got you you know how like 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 men and women move slightly differently like i mean you could you could shake your ass the way a woman could and vice versa you know but like in general like guys have a more like a thing and women have a more of a this yeah, yeah there's definitely we have a natural approach to dancing yeah and this is like yet another thing entirely like they're moving and the way they're dancing and moving and interacting and like touching each other and looking at each other and like they're just the the it's awesome. It's just the the editing is great, the music is great, the movement is great. It's just a very sexy, very beautiful, very sensual thing. I, I'm huh. really into it. Really okay. into it. Shakedown. I'll check it out. Shakedown dot film. I'll write it in my note thing. There we go. Shake down. Yeah, it's too bad we can't just watch it together right now and talk about it. And do a little so over, overview of it, share screen. Yeah, something like that, right? I watched, uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> I watched uh, Phantom Thread. You ever see this movie? No, what is it? It's like a P.T. Anderson movie. You know him? P.T. Anderson? He did like There Will Be Blood and Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. I saw both of those movies, except for I turned off There Will Be Blood, and then I read the book, which is totally different. You didn't like the movie? The movie I don't like great. things that are heavy. I think anything that's heavy, like macho male heavy, like slow and masculine is just stupid. Oh, and then you won't like any of his movies. You like Boogie I mean, Nights? Boogie Nights was, was cute, and it had you know Heather Graham in it. Oh, so you haven't seen uh, The Master? I guess The Master is very much what you're talking about. Yeah, those movies are... That, oh, that I kind like of masculinity movies, I know what you're so saying. So dull. So dull. Dull? You, you couldn't pay... Like when some guy... Yeah, no, you cannot pay me. To, they're so stupid. Do you it's like, like Martin Scorsese movies? Like no. Goodfellas? Because those movies are gripping in like machismo. After Hours is the only Martin Scorsese movie I would say. I really Did like. you see Hugo? Like I tried to watch movie. it and I turned it off. I couldn't get into it. I don't even know what it's about. Wait, I love Wolf of Wall Street. You don't like that shit? I told you. We talked about this. I read the book and Jordan Belfort comes off a lot better in his book than he does in that movie. But the movie is just a Scorsese movie that happens to exist in this universe. It's like it's not really about Jordan Belfort, even though it is the protagonist. It's just a Scorsese movie that exists in that universe. 
Right. Wolf of Wall Street is very skeptical about its own content. Like the, he's like, this crazy shit happened and it was weird. And he's yeah, like, but so is the movie. The end scene know. where everyone's trying to do it. It's like, is this like, is this correct way of living? Like it questions its own validity. Like the movie. Is it, maybe it gets there. like that. I it's started watching handed it. like that. It looked like it was a bunch of perverted old like 60 year old filmmakers who got a bunch of young women to take the tops no, off. I think you're, you're actually you're only looking at a surface level you're doing the thing that it, it it's the opposite of what you're saying the movie I try to yeah. the opposite okay, of what me, you're saying it's the, the opposite movie is like what the book is saying that this is ridiculous the movie's saying this is ridiculous that you shouldn't right. want this lifestyle I should try to watch it again because that is it, what I watched felt completely yucky and not good like the book which I really enjoyed yeah, like, but it's, a surprisingly it's almost movie. satirical because it gets to the point of complete absurdity in the movie. I mean, it's not even almost, it is satirical. All right. All right. I'll try to, I, maybe I'll try to watch it. I'm going to watch uh, Social Network because you told me that's one of your favorites. Oh, so. Social Network is great. There's a scene Parasite. in Wolf of Wall Street where like he, uh, they're all, they're like, they, they did, they took Quaaludes and they're all fucked up. And like mm-hmm. Popeye, like take, you, you see the scene? Popeye eats on the screen, and so he goes over to his drawer, and he sniffs cocaine, and all of a sudden he has the power to do it, like it syncs up with Popeye. It's complete, it's not, it's not trying to say this is good. It turns the main characters into children that are just like beating up. Okay, all right, I'll see. I'll, I'll try it again, but I'm, I'm telling you I didn't like it. I'll, I, I'll take notes this time and explain why I didn't like it. I promise you. You ever seen the movie Starship Troopers? I did, I kind of liked that, it was cute. Yeah, that's a, a satire movie. That movie it is satire. Like some people watch that movie and think it's just like a normal action flick. That it's not like about like uh, what's like fucking uh, like dictatorships and like fascism, falling yeah. orders. Yeah, fascism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just watch the movie and just think it's like a army recruitment movie. Mm-hmm. That one I tried to read the book. The book is awful. Movie's great. It's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. that's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, Goodfellas, I liked it a long time ago and then I tried rewatching it. I rewatched it again and it it is get a little, uh, no, I like it. It's good. I used to think Taxi Driver was one of the greatest movies. I watched Raging Bull. I never liked Raging Bull. Couldn't get through it. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, Scorsese's all right. I I like him. I mean, what am I going to say? I can't make his movies. But it's a, the men acting like men, like men, is just, I don't like it. It's like, it, it bothers me on some deep level. It's almost like homophobia, but like deeper, deep, more deep-seated. I'm trying to think, because I, I see what you're saying. Well, it, also, it makes the characters very one-dimensional too. Yeah, and it's like very hard to empathize with somebody who's clearly like in the state of like delusion about what they are or are allowed to be. Like the Marvel movies are the same way. Yeah, those movies just bore me because yeah, the thing that's interesting about him, which I guess is like the extreme, like the fantasy and the characters doing silly mm-hmm. shit and fighting, just doesn't. I'm not. I don't care about that. And the story just is nothing. So there's nothing to get into. There's not a lot there. Yeah, I mean the pictures are pretty. Sometimes. Yeah, like the last one, Endgame was like great CGI work, like the best in human history. Right, just the coolest mm-hmm. looking shit on screen. Definitely noteworthy to be able to do that, but just. No other, nothing else. I don't know, but, but it still makes it better than most movies, even though I don't really like it. Just the technical. I'm not sure, I saw the last one. 
I, I barely Later. watched it. <laughs> I liked I liked the animated Spider Man. I thought that was just really that one was cool good. Looking. That one was cute. Yeah, nice to look at. I like that one too. Yeah, I just put it on on a whim, just as a joke, and then I started watching. But like, what? What? Uh, what, what... Go ahead. What direct? What movies do you like that represent men in them that have? Men... You know, I was I was just thinking about that. Well, I mean, I'm not going to talk about my stupid like foreign movies that I'm into because that's not not interesting or fair. Um, I do like French movies a lot, though. I, I like the men in French movies. You, I can, when I think French movies, I just go back to film school. Like, do you like the 400 Blows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true flowers. Yeah, do you know, did you ever see Contempt? No. Contempt is, is it's kind of about hyper-masculinity. It's, it's uh, Bridget Bardot is like dating a screenwriter who's sort of like trying to write artistically, but getting paid a shit ton of money to make this very cheesy American movie about that's like a remake of Homer's Odyssey. And Jack Palance plays this like very macho uh, American producer. And the, the man can't decide, the screenwriter can't decide between like selling out and like, you know, keeping his integrity. Yeah. He keeps asking Brigitte Bardot, like, what should I do? What should I do? And she's like, pick one and stick with it, basically. And she develops contempt for him to the point that she ends up just, well, I don't want to spoil it, but she has contempt for him. It's a great, it's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie, and it, I, I think it's at least nuanced. I don't think it like lionizes the... I'll tell you, in, uh, in terms of like the movie like Fight Club, I hate that movie. That movie's garbage. I really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that movie. I read the book, too. Yeah. The movie is shit. What do you not like about it? The movie starts off like it's cool and shit. Like it's like, oh, like society, blah, 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 blah. But then it just becomes mm-hmm. the thing with dudes fighting each other for the next hour and a half. I don't know. Fair enough. It's, Fair it enough. loses any sort of meaning. It just becomes this kind of I don't know what it is. What about train spotting? Club. <laughs> train spotting. I have I've seen it. Every time I saw it was in college while I was drinking and like I would be too drunk 40 minutes in to even realize what was going on. So I don't really have an opinion on it. All I know is their accents. It's hard to understand what they're saying. Oh, God. (laughs) What's a movie I like? It's not fair. I recently watched this movie. Well, I've seen it before and I do like it. It's a a silly movie intended to be silly. It's a movie called Hardcore Henry. Classic movie on YouTube. I've heard of that. You can watch the whole thing. It's a first-person action movie. Like every, you gotta understand, everything in it is just silly. But it is about machismo. Like one of the first scenes, like these bullies like break this kid's toy, and then they're like, they're like, they're like, "Come on, faggot!" or something. And then the whole movie that's a reoccurring theme of him like being pushed down, and then like someone says a slur, and he's like, "No, I gotta fight." But it's like a joke. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay, it's like making fun of it. So we we can have the actual thing, or we can have the thing, but because it's like constantly dudes like presenting their masculinity to each other. Like there's a scene where like these cops go up to him, ask for a lighter, and then they just like, all right, thanks, and they walk away with it, and he's just like, ah, it's just like dudes like fucking over each other the whole movie. I don't know. Oh, you know which one I love actually, Casablanca. Oh yeah, I've never seen it. You never seen Casablanca? No, it's a musical, right? No, it's not a fucking musical. It's just black and white. 
Do you not know the premise of Black Cosmic? This is one of the best. It is literally the best romance ever made. I watched it on Valentine's Day on a plane. I don't know. Have you seen uh, Blue Valentine? That's a good one. I've never seen it. So uh, Rick, right? Humphrey Bogart plays Rick, who is sort of like the most macho man, right? Rick is running a bar in Casablanca, which is like northern Morocco, during World War II. And it's sort of like this undefined, it's like Vichy France, so it's kind of German, but it's kind of not. And it's sort of like independent, but it's sort of not. And he's got the bar where everybody goes. And he's got all these women and whatever. He's got the, he's the big guy in Casablanca. So he's rolling along, rolling along, rolling along. And all of a sudden, in walks Ilsa. And Ilsa is Rick's great lost love. They had this love affair in Paris. And then she was like going to meet him on the train when they were fleeing Paris and she didn't make it to the platform and he never heard from her again. So he hasn't seen her for years and she walks in and he just instantly just starts drinking and he's like pissed off and he's like sulky and like hurt feelings and doesn't want to talk to her. And then it turns out she's, um, she's married Victor Laszlo, who is like the leader of the resistance. He's like this important Czech thing and she so and they're trying to escape Casablanca with these papers that Rick has and so he can save them because they're whatever so he and Ilsa have this whole sort of like back and forth romance where he's so hurt by her because he's so in love with her and she totally broke his heart and he swore he's never going to love again but he still kind of does love her and so he's got to decide what to do you know like because he can kind of steal her back but he kind of can't because that would be Anyhow, it's, it's one of the most beautiful romances and also like friendship stories. Like there's a whole thing with, uh, it's an amazing movie. It's one of the best movies ever written. I don't know. It sounds like a girl movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's literally about the failure of masculinity. Like he's got, he's like the ultimate power man who's just broken by, by his own need to love. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And he does do something very kind of macho, but only, but in a, like a, in a sweet way, if that makes any sense. I should watch it. Cause it is a, you know, it's a known movie. It's so easy to watch. Like you, you'll get like two minutes in and just, and which streaming service is it on? How uh, it was, watch is it? I watched it on uh jet blue. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a real streaming <laughs> service. <laughs> yes, you just got to get through security at the airport. <laughs> I know the end. It's like, was it? Here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at you, kid. Is not the end. Yeah, um, I now see on the movie clips that's number five of six on YouTube. So if you don't get on that plane, you'll regret it. Maybe not today. Yeah, but does that movie establish why they love each other, or is it just? But soon, and for the rest of your life. Yeah, oh, it's, they, they actually have a flashback to Paris. We'll always have Paris. Because it's like, you ever see The Graduate? I don't know much about this world, but it doesn't take a lot to know that the problems of two little people don't amount to a hill of beans, something like that. It's, it's an amazing movie, Matt. Yeah, I see The Graduate. That's a good movie, too. But what I'm saying, in that movie, he falls in love with the daughter over the series of, like, one date. Like, he only, t- he only sees her that one time. It's and then the meat suddenly he's in love with her. <clears throat> well, he's he's not in love with her initially. He's got a like an he's got a, a hypnotic attraction to her. Yeah, and then he feel, he he doesn't want to love her because he's fucking around with her mother and he feels weird. 
And then, she really doesn't want him to love her. No, I like the graduate a lot, but the graduate represents love in like you can fall in love with someone instantly. But he's not actually in love with her. I mean, the whole point of that movie is that that's not really love, and they're basically doomed to repeat their parents' errors. Yeah, my buddy thinks the ending is nice, which is fun. Yeah, I did the first time I saw it. I was I was naive. But they're like them, their faces are all like, like all fucked up. Like they they don't seem happy. I don't see how you can watch the ending and think <clears> it's nice. She's initially happy because she's with him and she wants to be with him, but he suddenly realizes what he's done and but he she realizes it too winning. and then she realizes he realizes it and then it's a problem yeah yeah but, but like if you that, if you watch that movie specifically at the end you can see it goes happy to like melancholy and you know it's not happy i don't see how you can skip that one no it's a disaster and they're they're on beat. a bus just like driving into the future they have no control over their own lives like so what are we like, doing it's just yeah yeah they're just in this but like just riding to their destiny okay. No and like, and then the story behind that is like they were all happy, but the director kept yelling at them until they got upset. Seriously, like, is that they're like, oh wow, and he's like, he's, I think he was just telling them to be happier, and then they're just like, what is it Mike Nichols or something like that? Yeah, something like that. But yeah. like, my buddy is still convinced that that movie's a nice ending. Like, oh, he ends up with the girl, and they drive off no. on a bus, and I'm like, I'm like can't you just like, let me let me show you the last frame? They're not happy. And he's like, well, they can't be happy the whole bus ride. I'm like, why not cut to the credits while they're still smiling then? It doesn't make any sense. It's also, though, if you look at, like, uh, Mrs. Robinson, her mom, you know, and her loveless marriage, and you realize the reason she doesn't want her daughter to be with him isn't so much about jealousy. It's that she doesn't want her to repeat that mistake that she made. Yeah, yeah. It's, It's also about the misery and not having that happen again, that sense of being trapped. Um, did you ever see Closer? No. Same director. Much more complicated. Hard to watch. Closer. You ever see this movie? Uh, it's called Love. There's probably a million movies called Love. Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't know. What, what does that word mean? Is that, is that German? <laughs> Luf. <laughs> Luf. It's, it's by uh, this guy, I don't know, Gaspar Noah. You ever see Irreversible? I, okay, yeah. Doesn't he make like he makes those pervy, pervy movies, right? Yeah, real fucked up movies. Yeah, he's not to be confused yeah. with the other guy who makes fucked up movies, Lars. No, Bob he's Trier. like uh, if you ever yeah if you ever want to watch porn on Netflix, you get you go for a Gaspar Noah. Yeah, because well, Love is like sixty percent porn, forty percent movie. Like the first fifteen minutes is a guy getting jerked off, just a no cutaway guy. You watch the dick until it comes. Yeah. Beautiful, uh, but the movie's great. The movie, like, really, I can't watch it again. It, the, the scenes of uh, heartbreak are too much for me. They're too real. Wow, wow. I'm not sure I could watch that either. <laughs> I think I, I think I literally watched some of the sex scenes like with no sound or something like that. Yeah, the, I think it's, I watched it's, that. it's quite a devastating story. <clears throat> like in between the <clears throat> sex scenes is like uh, a devastating love story. You sound like such a fucking idiot. Uh, that sounds good. A devastating love story. It's, it's way more uh, interesting it, than my life. It's it's shot in three D too, and like because uh, he's what? Yeah, yeah. Because well, there's well, there's one scene that's above a dick as it comes, and in three D, the come would come on the audience, right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there is there was a three D porn movie that we showed at the movie theater I used to work at. M three D came out in the seventies. 
yeah and it does have the obligatory like coming on the screen i think so yeah it's been so long since that's I've how seen the it. uh star wars credit should come on right <laughs> just come over your head <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Bunch of bullshit. That, mu- that music plays every time I come. I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, those, I don't know how much you care about Star Wars, but those last three movies were garbage. I, I'll tell you how much I care. I, I watched the first two of the last three. Yeah. And I didn't like the first one. I regretted watching the second one. Second one was shit. Lesson. Yeah. So maybe it got better by three, but I was at that point I was out. Yeah, to be honest, I haven't seen three either, but I'm like, I don't know. What I'm doing. I, <laughs> You're just going to say shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's shit. I'm pretty sure it's shit. You're like, based on the way this frame plays. <laughs> this trajectory is no good. Yeah, My favorite like, scene is when Luke was milking that blue milk out of that alien. I like that, or whatever, green. I like that when Luke cut open, when, when Han cuts open the uh, Tauntaun on Endor. Not on Endor, on, on Hoth, the ice planet in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. Let's see, you're going back to those movies. Yeah. And he stuffs Luke inside the like guts of that thing. Yeah. So that he won't freeze to death. <laughs> That's a great scene. Doesn't make any sense when you're like a kid, but. <clears throat> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Damn movies! But anyhow, what I was trying to talk about was Phantom Thread. Okay, that's what I was talking <laughs> Phantom about. Thread. Phantom Thread. But is it like it, a selling it's movie? Another one of these pseudo. Well, actually, no. Actually, it does follow this like pseudo masculine thing archetype, right? But he gets. Yeah. I, I won't spoil anything, but it, it it definitely diverts off of it. It's basically about like I know what guy, you're talking about. We talked about this movie, didn't we? Who makes Go, dresses. Well, I've only recently mm-hmm. saw it. I saw Someone it. was telling me about this movie in detail. I thought it was you. It wasn't. Tell me more. Tell me more. Phantom Thread. It was just about this guy who makes dresses, right? And he's like, it's his world. He's under control of everything, right? Everyone in the house has to act up. He's like in breakfast, like you can't make noise or he's going to get mad at you. He's like, breakfast is quiet. Like he's a very controlling guy. And then he, falls, mm. he finds this waitress that he brings into his world. Because, like, he thinks she's cute and, like, she's good at standing there and wearing the dresses. And then they fall <laughs> in love. And then the waitress, like, gradually learns that, like, he doesn't, like, she wants him to love her more. Like, more than anything. And, like, he just kind of uses her as a prop. And the Oof. movie becomes, like, how she could win him over, kind of. Huh. That sounds, I don't think I'm going to watch that, but... Yeah. Sounds interesting. It was alright. Sounds arty. I liked it to an extent. I don't know if I could buy it. It, it was a lot of suspension of disbelief, but it was interesting. Oh, you know, you know what I just watched? I've been watching more TV than, than, than movies. What just happened, and I'm I'm gonna bet you don't know this. Magicians Ooh. just wrapped up season five, which was the season finale. I don't even know what magicians. I mean, actually, is. the series finale. You know, magicians is like Harry Potter, but set in college. So they're basically all fucking each other and doing drugs. Whoa! But, and there's yeah, a lot what of a, like what a twist. They're they're like polysexual and whatever. Um, 
but it deals with like, it's basically a long extended metaphor for trauma. It's like all these people are super fucked up in these weird ways, but it plays out as magic fantasy as opposed to like social trauma. Okay. Um, it's a beautiful that? movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like uh, for people who are really fucked up. It's amazing. And the editing is like crazy. There's no, like, like they're like, oh, we're going to need a plan to break into the bank. And then the next shot is them like in the hallway of the bank, like doing the thing. Like they don't do any setup. It's just plot point, plot point, plot point, like frantically for five seasons. It's impossible to keep track of. Huh. Well, that's a, had a really nice. had a really nice ending. Oh, what's, what's, really, what's your favorite ending? <laughs> ending of yeah. all time of anything. So like perfect. Like, well, this magician's thing is at the top of my list right now. It really yeah, did. It's really on the, on the cusp there. Well, they do like this little pun about the circumstances. It's a whole thing. Like I can't, I can't explain it. Okay. Um, I, I can't, I just, I won't. <laughs> to be honest with you, I probably won't watch it. I know you're recommending it and saying it's good. No, no, I don't. It's it's like it's like saying to somebody like I really like banana bubble gum. Like I don't expect you to have any interest in it. I'm just sort of sharing. Wait, you, you like banana bubble gum too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so into it. No, I don't even Damn know what it is. <clears throat> what else did I watch? Um, oh, Shit's Creek is ending this week. I've never seen it. I like that one too. Shit's Creek. I, I, I've heard of it. I've heard of that one. Shit's Creek. It it sort of starts slowly, and then like by about season three, they've all figured out their characters, and they've managed to shuffle in some like emotional content, and it's pretty solid. Uh, very light comedy. Did you? Uh, why? Because it's white people. Yeah, it is very white as well. It's Canadian white. It's like mm-hmm. blanched. Did you, uh, you ever watch the, uh, the Office, the American Office? I watched all of those. Yes. Do, you, do you enjoy that TV show? I did until, um, uh, what's his name? I, I feel Cabral. bad about this, but once, once Ed Helms got on that show, I found it unwatchable. I, Why do you I feel bad it. about that? You have a relationship with Ed Helms? No, I just <laughs> feel like, I feel bad that Ed Helms has to be himself and live in this world, and I just don't want to like remind him somehow obliquely that uh, I just feel bad for, for how bad I feel for that person because he's horrible to look at. You don't like looking don't, at him. I, I'm like helm shaming him or something. Like like his whole being is something that I abhor. And it's not like he's a bad person. I just... <laughs> Like it would be if he were if he were a bad person, then it would be like okay, yeah, that guy's an asshole. But he's yeah. not an asshole. He's just like movie. He's like television poison. Damn, dude. Wait, what does Emma yeah. Helms look like? Oh, that dude. Yeah, he's like in Hangover. He's a real successful dude. Uh, wait a second. I just recently watched a movie. I think he was in. Yeah, he's been in. Yeah, like, Cedar like Rapids. Of... You ever see this movie? No, was it good? Some of it was funny. Some of it was. Uh, it was all right. Just like um, anytime, yeah. Him, Eric Bana, um, is that the guy's name? The guy who plays the Hulk. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are those are two of my least favorite actors on the earth. Oh, well, my opinion of The Office is uh, I don't like it. So that's the end of that story. Ooh, that's an edgy, edgy take there. I do not enjoy it. I've seen Did you, so yeah. many episodes of The Office. I used to date a girl in college that loved The Office. We watched it every week. And I have no recollection of anything that happened on that show because I always hated watching it. I don't remember anything. I think because you're always just 
going down or something. Um, <laughs> you watch the British I, Office? No. It's better. It's much. I'm better. not gonna like a British show either. <laughs> <laughs> jackass. <laughs> fair, oh, fair jackass. Enough. Jackass is the best TV show <laughs> oh my God. ever created. What's your favorite Jackass movie? Uh, probably two. That's the 3D one. No, three is 3D. <laughs> Come on, Jackass 3D. Come on, it was. <laughs> I only saw one of them, and I think it was the 3D one. And that one's probably uh, the worst one, in my opinion. It, uh, it left a uh, sour taste. Oh, really? I think they're great. They're basically documentaries of dudes fucking with each other. Yeah, I mean that part. The camaraderie is nice. No, I couldn't get in the it's office. I don't. I don't get that sense of humor. It just doesn't mesh with me. It's just like people being not real people talking to each other. I don't know. Mm. All right, I get it. They're all acting kind of. They're they're. You know that I. You know I found this out the other day that the actors in sitcoms are called clowns. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's like each of, the, each of the clowns, and so and once I I like read that I was like, oh, that makes it make so much more sense. Like each of the clowns is like playing a certain kind of like goofy role or like persona to make the comedy role. Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. It's not like, as opposed to drama where you're playing a character. Okay. I see what you're saying. And so, you know, Michael but, Scott, I mean, people like play straight characters on shows though. Play straight on, men. on, on sitcoms. Sure. Isn't like uh fucking, what's his name on show? Um, Arrested Development isn't the main character or a straight guy? I mean, yes and no. He's, he's funny. I haven't watched enough of that show. To really... no, he's definitely a clown. He's definitely a, 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 like an impossible character. Yeah. He doesn't get anything. He's sort of misguided. He like, he's very neurotic about wanting certain things, but that even though they're like completely incompatible with the people around him, he's an idealist who's actually kind of like compromised morally compromised and bankrupt yeah no he's, he's definitely a clown we're all clowns send in the clowns send in the clowns you ever watch that uh a little night music the the sondheim play no it's, it's uh it's worth watching send in the that's where the song send in the clowns is from yep isn't it rich isn't it grand it's about like this woman and this man who are totally in love but he's married and she's got to leave the theater or something so they can't be together and she's sort of laughing about uh how life never works out the way you want it to send in the clowns oh yeah how nice yeah it's a beautiful song that then there's there's so many beautiful songs in that anyhow it's neither here nor there it's pretty good though yeah, my uh, I don't know my liking of things is I don't really uh, I don't the only I don't really like any musicals. Mm. I don't I don't I but I think it's just because my connection to music is weird. I don't know. You can't just like fast forward to the drop. <laughs> yeah, but like listening to someone being <laughs> emotional on a song is like. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Mm. I'm trying to think what else I watched recently that might be fun. I what you know what I watched recently that I loved, apropos of nothing, nine to five, the eighties oh, feminist yeah. classic. Yeah, yeah, 
with Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, and Lily Tomlin. Ooh. Yeah, she delivers. And Dabney Coleman is the boss. That's like a great scene. It's like they 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 end up kidnapping their boss. It's like a kind of like a weird comedy. Yeah. But it really portrays like how powerful like sexism and how oppressed women were in like say 1980. Like it's shockingly like, wow, these women are very disempowered. You know, he's like yeah, it's just crazy. But it but it's done as a comedy and like a light farce. It's really nicely done. Did you see see Bombshell? I haven't watched it yet. How is it? I didn't see it. But I saw I saw it on a I saw someone else watching it on a plane. And uh, I looked over and there's a scene where she has to like show her panties to her boss. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nice. <laughs> I was like, this isn't, I was watching like a clip of that scene. I was like, this isn't hot. <laughs> I mean, out of context a little bit, no? Hey, I don't know. If you never did the cutaway shots and just her doing it, you know what I mean? You just cut out yeah. all the cutaways. There is something weird about taking extremely beautiful, like, nice to look at women and having them play a story of extremely beautiful, nice to look at women being exploited. Like there's something a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch it though. You see, uh, I think Jim Carrey said something about Margot Robbie. Like, uh, he's like, Oh, how's it feel to get by on your looks? Like <laughs> he just said that. Like, <laughs> wow. That's mean. Yeah. And how's it feel like, to get judged yeah. for your looks? Yeah, but it's sort of like, yeah. Why even say that? I mean, I liked her. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, I liked I her in that. Oh, the movie was garbage, but what? It was just—I don't know what my point of watching it was. I felt it just felt like I was watching a guy's like fantasy, like Quentin Tarantino just well, made a movie I'll... of. I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, so I'll tell you, my mother and. Uh, Jocelyn, my kid's mother and I all had the same experiences. We all knew about the Shannon Tate murders, right? Yeah, yeah, me too. And so, and we were all kind of horrified by them. So we're watching this movie and the whole time there's this sort of building tension of, oh my God, we're going to have to watch this murder. Like this is a very innocent time. It's this very sort of beautiful world where everybody's like, you know, kind of there's like, and then it's just like, we're going to see something wonderful be destroyed. Right? And so you have this whole kind of story happening and story happening, story happening, and it's like getting worse and worse and worse. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait, this is a fantasy. And it's like Quentin Tarantino's like rape revenge fantasy, only a murder revenge in a sense, where the people who, who did this horrible crime are punished horrifically. And I mean, so I like, like, that, I like it, that last scene where she's just banging the head, her head against everything. <laughs> that was fun. It's like Smasher. Yeah. We also saw it in the theater with like 500 people and it was, it got the tension and the laughter at that moment was unbelievable. It was like a really great moment. I liked a couple scenes, but there's like scenes where you just watch a car drive for like three minutes from like a high angle and it's just annoying. Like cut that out. I don't want to see that. I don't care. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's famous. (laughs) Not if his movies stop making money, then he can. Uh, I think they do. They make minimal. He makes like auteur money. Like it's not blockbuster money, but it's enough to get by. 
Yeah, like Wolf of Wall Street lost money. Like Martin Scorsese's movies don't make money. Well, because he's spent Oh yeah, how many hundred million dollars did he spend on that though? Well, I think it was like a hundred million dollars, and that movie made like fifty million in theaters or something. Uh, I haven't seen The Irishman. I, I think it's, it's kind of long stay that and way. full of itself. Uh, yeah, kind of like my dick. Oh, full of itself. Your dick is full <laughs> of its own dick. It's, yeah, it's just like it, it's like a little like like an alien head pops out. <laughs> another. Wow, man, we're really we we hit the ninety minute mark here. It's impressive. Damn, dude, this is not. This is like a short. Film in and of itself. There we go. Now your uh, cat's so, getting up. Your cat's getting up. Look at this. Oh yeah. Changing positions. <laughs> yeah, she she just she just naps in like six different spots. That's her whole thing. That's like an animal thing. Yeah. She's I mean, that's like a people thing like too. Yeah. She wants me to turn out the lights, but it's okay. All right. Well, we can end this. Ninety minutes no, is no. a lot. That seems like a lot. It seems like a good amount. It's it's good. We haven't talked for a while too. It's been too long. It's good. We had we had a lot of cinema talk. Cine- yeah. Cinema. 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 Cine- Cinnabons. Oh, I made cinnamon rolls from scratch. Okay. Just. So oh, nice, dude. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Again. again. Came out I like delicious. a cinnamon roll. I would I would make you some if you were in town, Matthew, to celebrate, I'd make you some rolls. Oh, yeah. thank you. And your partner who shall not be named. Yeah. <clears throat> but who I would love to come to the Seder in a few days. Oh yeah. That'd be nice. I'll uh, I'll forward along the, the, the deets. Sure. What what time of day do you think is gonna happen? I think it's gonna be like six ish. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have to bring anything. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I don't have to bring anything. <laughs> I guess on screen, hey, I could be like, here's uh, some, uh, something. Yeah, you can if you want to. I mean, I don't know. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. Ooh. All right. Well, good chat. Good talk. Love you, Matthew. Keep up, keep up the, uh, the good, the good thing. Yeah, yeah, you too. You keep up a good thing. No, hey. you keep up a good thing. No, you keep up a good thing. <laughs> we should only speak in vagueness. You should a good thing. You should a good thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll talk I'll to you talk later. To talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Militant affection. Militant affection.